Hello, campers. Welcome to Museum Camp. My name is Megan. <laughs> um, my name is Madison. Hello. I guess this is how I... it is now. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to say hello, campers, like very similar to like, hello, nurse. That's what oh. I was going for. Okay. Yeah. That's a good so, one. No, you nailed it. Thank you. <laughs> Um, campers, hello, and welcome to Immature History, your weekly dose of articles from the internet that we read to you with no real, you know, authority. That's right. You love it so, so much. It's your favorite part of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, and Madison's going to kick us off. I'm going to kick us off. Um, now, see... As I read this, if you can uh, play the game called what, um, you know, social event and or events have influenced this decision to read this article. Uh (laughs) Okay. Okay. Oops. All right. Um, This is the (laughs) list of non-human electoral candidates from Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) When you think I'm going to zig, I zag. Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) Non-human electoral candidates have been found in a number of countries. Often the candidacies are a means of casting a protest vote or satirizing the political system. Who would do that? Mm. At other times, it is simply done for entertainment value. Sure. (laughs) Electoral regulations may explicitly require candidates to be human or equivalent wording. Or they may require candidates to do things which animals cannot reasonably do, such as sign their names legibly on legal forms. Yeah, those when you're missing a thumb, it's really hard to do that. Hard. Um, most constituencies require candidates to be the age, to be of the age of a legal adult, which eliminates many animals whose life expectancies usually make them too young to ever qualify. Nats are pissed. Oh, they're just like, <laughs> we'll never. I'll never get recognized. We'll <laughs> On some occasions, however, animals have been accepted as candidates and they have even won office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So this is like a pretty long article. I don't think I'm going to read all of it, but there is a section sure. on notable examples. Okay. Elected well, I like representation of my own state. Because I'm thinking of one in particular. Oh, yes. I don't remember because I read. Oh, yep. We will. Okay. Um, okay. In 1922, uh-huh. Yo-Yo, spelled I-O-I-O, a billy goat, was elected city councilor of Fortaleza, uh, Sierra, Brazil. Great. In 2019, Rio de, uh, Rio de Janeiro's Samba School Pariso do Tuit. Toyuti, <laughs> don't know. Uh, paid homage to the goat. Sure, I love goats. There's, they just <laughs> give no fucks. Oh. Goats are so cool, but I had, I did have like a run-in with some baby goats that like tried to eat my hair one time, oh. and so you know I have a bit yeah, of a gripe have, with. Sure, a goat, a goat gripe, a goat gripe, <laughs> but they're so cute. <laughs> Um, okay. Boston Curtis. Can you guess what type of animal Boston Curtis would be? (laughs) A horse? Close. A brown mule. Oh, okay. (laughs) 
like naming Boston Curtis. <laughs> Give like an animal like a last name is so funny. It's so especially funny. when that last name is the name of like a redneck white boy. <laughs> yeah, Curtis. Um, Boston Curtis, a brown mule, was offered as a candidate for a Republican precinct seat in Milton, Washington, in 1938, winning 51 to zero. <laughs> Go Boston the unanimous. <laughs> yeah. I just love it. Oh. I am all about animals running things. I just think we give them Same. a chance, honestly. Yeah. Um, in 1967, an Ecuadorian foot powder company uh-huh. <laughs> advertised uh, its product, Pulva Pies, as a mayoral candidate in the town of Picoaza. Surprisingly, the foot powder won by a clear majority. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Food powder as mayor. I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, Lajitas, Texas held an election that included candidates Tommy Steele, incumbent human mayor, a trading post wooden Indian, <laughs> oh, no. a dog named Buster, and a goat named Clay Henry. Okay. Um, Did Buster win? <laughs> the goat one quote by a landslide <laughs> and goat that has to been... be such a, such a slam that's such a slam on the human especially when you're incumbent <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's so good the goat one by a landslide and goats have been mares ever since oh <laughs> i love it bosco the dog a black Labrador Rottweiler mix was elected mayor of Sunol, California, in 1981 to 1994. Oh my God. That's <laughs> such a long time. <laughs> um, all elected mayors of Rabbit Hash, Kentucky yep. have been dogs. That's right. Which is and just a dream. Charlie got to meet the mayor of Rabbit Hash a couple of years ago and the office like mailed him a t-shirt. Like they loved Charlie. So cute. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel like it. at this rate, they should just call it dog hash Kentucky. Yeah. Well, I like- and I think um, that dog might be honestly one of our best politicians in this whole state. I mean, way low, way bar, above but yeah. Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. In 1997, a cat named Stubbs was elected mayor of Talkeetna, Alaska. Although his title as mayor was honorary, he was featured as a write-in candidate for the 2014 U.S. Senate race in Alaska. Now, I initially was going to read the article on Stubbs for this. This is what kind of got me, sent me down this path. Um, But there wasn't really like it was a very short article, but what I loved, and I'm going to just simply read anyway, um, is that every afternoon Stubbs went to a nearby restaurant and drank water laced with catnip out of a wine glass or a margarita glass. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing I have ever cared about is Stubbs drinking catnip water out of a cocktail glass. Uh, Also, wait did you also say a wine glass a wine glass or or a margarita glass imagine a cat trying to stick its head into a wine glass oh Oh my god they do it those cats they'll do it 
Oh, it's so funny. I love Oh my stubs. God. Um, in 2012, the town of Idlewild, California elected a golden retriever named Max Aww. as mayor for life. Max. He deserves it. Yeah. That's the only time I'm so not hard. anti-term or that I'm fine without term limits. <laughs> yeah. Well, Max has worked hard. Max ran a, a real grassroots campaign mm-hmm. and, um, he earned it. Yeah. He's a good boy. He's so cute. I believe he's so. He up. wears a little tie. It's so oh, cute. A little tie. <laughs> in August 2014, seven-year-old Duke the dog won an election and became the new mayor of Cormorant, Minnesota. I don't know what type of dog he is. Um, <laughs> in July 2018, a cat named Sweet Tart was elected mayor of Omina, <laughs> Michigan. Come on, sweetheart. I love you, sweetheart. Um, <laughs> this is controversial, maybe. In March 2019, a three-year-old Nubian goat named Lincoln was elected mayor of Fairhaven, Vermont, defeating a Samoya dog named Sammy by two votes. Who can, can defeat a Samoya? I don't know. They're, they're so good. They're so good. They're so good. Sammy the Samoyed. Oh. Um, and then in February 2020, a Bernese Mountain Dog was voted the honorary mayor of Georgetown, Colorado. Which well, I've that just makes many sense. Many times it does. And can you imagine? So that's February 2020. This dog is elected and then a month later has to deal with a just worldwide catastrophe of COVID. That's tough. That's real. That's, that's tough. a tough time to get into politics. Yeah. It really um, and I want to say hats off to that dog. Great yes, job. Thank you for your service. <laughs> um, the the uh, next section here is uh, candidates. And so I'm just going to read, I'm just going to like kind of skim through some of these. Um, there was a rhinoceros at the Sao Paulo Zoo. In, yeah. Casare. Uh, so. I don't know. Um, who she won a hundred thousand votes. That's a um, lot. Mm-hmm. For what um, American Idol or <laughs> yeah, uh, city council elections. Oh, okay, okay, yes, city council elections. Um, Pegasus, the immortal, was well, a boar hog that the Yippies nominated as a candidate in the 1968 U.S. presidential election. The Yippies, we know them. The yippies. Um, a cat named Morris was a candidate for mayor of uh, Zalapa, Mexico in 2013. Um, let's see. Um, they had in New Zealand, there was a campaign for, um, okay, this is a lot. This is a lot of things. So, oh, I guess city council. Maybe I don't know what some of these words means. What is sure. catchments? Catchments. No clue. No clue. New Zealand. Oh, they're voting for a, re- a president of a little republic. Um, for Billy the Gumboot, Billy Gumboot the Goat, Ty mm-hmm. the Poodle, Mert Myrtle the Turtle, Kennard. Okay, <laughs> those are Cute. candidates for little president Myrtle of this the republic. Turtle. Um, a chimpanzee from Cordoba, Argentina, 
uh, was yeah. put as a provincial deputy candidate. His name was Silvio. That was 1987. Cute. Silvio. Um, <laughs> Tiao, a bad-tempered chimpanzee, uh-huh. <laughs> so rude, was yeah. put forward by the fictional Brazilian Banana Party as a candidate for the Rio de Janeiro, de Janeiro mayoralty in 1988. Oh, the banana party. (laughs) The banana party. The campaign slogan was vote monkey, get monkey. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Straight to the point. (laughs) What I like about the banana party is that they're they're a no frills kind of group. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, New Zealand's McGillicuddy Serious Party entered a goat in a local Waiheke Island election, but their attempt to have a hedgehog stand for parliament was unsuccessful. <laughs> a hedgehog Can I in one of those say, wigs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say goats are kind of fucking killing it? In oh, politics. they're absolutely killing it. And here's the thing, because they're they're charming, but they're also hard as nails. Right. It's the perfect they're hard as nails. They will, you know, they're not afraid of confrontation. And also like, sometimes they have facial hair, which I think helps. Yes. yes. It kind of like to their aura of wisdom. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, Dustin, the Turkey, a popular <laughs> Irish television puppet. <laughs> so not even a real Turkey, a puppet, a puppet. Oh received thousands of votes in the Republic of Ireland's 1997 presidential election. Sure. Although not being an official candidate, there are rumors that he came in fifth, wow. which is ahead of official candidate Derek Malley. Sucks for Derek. Oh, really does. Um, a few accounts of Dachshunds, uh, one who was a candidate for municipal elections in Marseille, France. Uh, named saucisse which means sausage sausage (laughs) um really creative there yeah Um, (laughs) and then molly the dog was the dachshund from oklahoma who was a candidate in the 2008 u.s presidential election molly um there was a chicken who ran for vice president in the 2012 election named may poulet poulet i don't know sure um, Virginia's Senate seat in 2012, Hank the Cat ran <laughs> against Tim Kaine. <laughs> he got Easy choice for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tuxedo Stan, a cat from Halifax, Nova Scotia, candidate, Canada, was a mayoral candidate in the 2012 municipal elections. Wow. Um, he was endorsed by Anderson Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that is um that's pretty big. It's a big one. <laughs> and then yeah. finally, a fire hydrant ran for election multiple times, 2004 to <laughs> 2008 at the University of British Columbia, including a position on the board of governors coming within 6% of being elected. <laughs> oh my god, a fire hydrant. That's so good. Oh, it's unreal. Um this article goes on for quite a bit, but, um, wow. I'd honestly vote for any of these. Truly. I'm fully on board. Yeah. Same. Wow. Leroy for president. We got to start working on that campaign. He would look so Um, cute in a tuxedo. Oh, a little tie, a little bow tie. Yeah. So cute. (laughs) All right. What you got? 
Okay. So I'm going to kind of keep it on theme with animals. Mm. There's a Wikipedia page I've had saved forever, but I, you know, it's just one of those where it's not beefy enough. Mm-hmm. The Wikipedia page is for animal trials. So okay. animals being taken to court. Oh, <laughs> I thought this is like makeup, like animal testing. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> animals being taken to court. Yeah. So this is a, uh, they always are. This is a salon.com article called um, when beasts were people, the long, strange history of animals in court. And I will um, give a little heads up that there is some, of course, um, not so nice things that happen to animals in this. So listen with caution, animal lovers. Okay. A funny thing happened in some New York courts this month. Lawyers filed writs of habeas corpus with three judges seeking to end the allegedly illegal detention of their clients. It would have been unremarkable if the plaintiffs, Tommy, Kiko, Hercules, and Leo, hadn't all been chimpanzees. Because they were, the Ritz made headlines around the world. The judges all dismissed the lawsuits, but the animal rights activists who brought them have vowed to wage a protracted legal campaign. To supporters, the move is a bold step forward for animal justice. To detractors, it's worse than bad legal theory. It's just plain bananas. (laughs) Either way, the prospect of a chimp filing suit in court has been greeted as a total novelty. But in fact, the idea of treating animals as people before the law isn't new, it's just long forgotten. The notion of animals taking their human captors to court is at least a millennium old, first set down in writing by a brotherhood of dissident Sunni scholars in 10th century Iraq. More strikingly, the actual practice of trying animals as defendants in court dates back to at least ancient Athens, and it was common practice in Europe into the 18th century. The history of animals on and at trial and both thought and deed is more than just a curiosity. It serves as a reminder that human attitudes toward animals are anything but fixed and that the current legal paradigm in which animals are property is as much a historical curiosity as older systems for treating them. For hundreds of years, European animals were regularly tried in court for their alleged misdeeds. (laughs) It's just, imagine being on that jury. Oh my God. I would live for it. Can you, I am loving this little theme we have going here of animals doing fully human things. <laughs> That's how it should be. Amen. Ecclesiastical courts went after rodents and other pests for damaging crops. <laughs> the locusts, serpents, weevils, rats, and flies tried before these courts weren't just liable to damages and banishment, but also excommunication. <laughs> And the, the animals are like, I was not trying to be part of the church in the first place. Like, yeah, I'm just living here. Like, <laughs> you not. Uh, civil criminal courts, meanwhile, tried livestock for violence against human victims. Judging by surviving records, pigs were particularly fond of killing babies. Yikes. Oh, and at least one such pig was dressed in human clothing for her 1386 hanging, 
raising the question of whether something can be adorably macabre, which it's I would say so the answer dark. is no. No. Yeah. No. no, it's not. It's not adorably adorable. macabre is like just like hot goths. We don't need yeah. we don't need <laughs> hot goths executing pigs wearing human clothing. Please. Yeah. Whoa. Please don't. Yeah. Um, keep that in the 1300s, please. Um, and of course, there were the bestiality trials in which both parties to the coupling faced prosecution. In which case, I want to say, let's not try the animals when it comes to bestiality. For being raped? Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't think that they're oh at fault God. here, you guys. Oh. The authoritative source on the subject is E.P. Evans's 1906 tome, The Criminal Prosecution and Capital Punishment of Animals. It's filled with countless unlikely tales, like that of the 16th century French jurist, Barthélemy de Chassaigneuse, who showed early signs of brilliance by his defense of a group of rats who were accused of eating a barley crop. This is really good. I can't... <laughs> When the rats failed to show up for their first court date. <laughs> I mean, they're busy. They're busy. <laughs> he argued that the summons had not been issued widely enough. After a news, I mean, what do you oh, mean? Okay, not widely enough. Do you think it maybe had anything to do with, you know, the literacy of yeah. all parties? Um, were you putting right. it, you know, in the trash where they would see it? Do you, are you trying to get a Pied Piper? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. Do you have anyone with a fucking penny whistle? I doubt please. it. <laughs> <laughs> After a new summons was issued from all the pulpits in the region and the rats failed to show up for a second court date, de Chassignes justified their absence, quote, on the ground of the length and difficulty of the journey and the serious perils which attended it owing to the unwearied vigilance of their mortal enemies, the cats. <laughs> I just, what is happening? <laughs> These human men need to just take several seats. Oh, uh, I mean, the audacity to like sue rats. Like, do you have nothing else going on in your life? <laughs> I just, I, well, it's also... I don't know, not to get too political. This is just like big white man vibes of like. It's it's white man vibes, but it also is like a group of cats in a trench coat vibe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hey, 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 we're doing it. This is going to be great. <laughs> I think we finally. We may have cracked out. the code. Yeah. Yeah. The trials were serious affairs, and the four, six, and non-legged defendants. No, they were weren't. They were not serious affairs. I they refuse were... to hold that as canon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Imagine trying to have one of them like swear an oath on a Bible. <laughs> yeah, and they're just like chewing it. Yeah, leaving little drop it droppings. <laughs> Um, they were treated about as well as humans. They were afforded due process, given counsel at the public's expense, and sometimes I even do. vindicated. Like <laughs> the idea that the taxpayer 
Oh man, I'm gonna get full Ron Swanson. Yeah, yeah. I would um, be pissed. I'd be pissed <laughs> if someone was paying out of my pocket to sue rats. Yeah, that's rats. wasted money. Wasted Let the rats be. Okay. Um, this next one, you know, we're gonna talk a little bit about bestiality. We're just gonna power through it. Sure. Um, it's, <laughs> no, in 1750, a French she-ass was caught <laughs> on flagrant <laughs> with one Jacques Ferron. At trial, the prior, the prior of the local convent and other citizens attested that having known the she-ass for four years, quote, they were willing to bear witness that she is in word and deed and in all her habits of life, a most honest creature. Like, hold on. God. I have a lot I need to unpack. Okay. (laughs) First of all, the idea of providing character references for a donkey is so good. Love. (laughs) The other thing is that in word and deed, what kind of word? This donkey is absolutely not talking. Yeah. I just. uh, That's true. You know, donkeys. um, Like, yeah. Where they're just like, see, we told you. (laughs) True to her word. What did we say? (laughs) The donkey walked and Ferran hanged. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I mean. Yeah. Anyone who's willing to do that to an animal. Bye. You know, I don't want to get too controversial here, but <laughs> we know this is an extremely hot take incoming. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, maybe don't fuck animals. Yeah, yeah, hot, hot take. Uh, when a French sow murdered five-year-old Jehan Mar- Martin, her six piglets were charged as accomplices. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Having been found at the scene covered in blood, but for lack of evidence, they escaped conviction. Oh my God. Sometimes animals fared better than humans. In the 13th century Burgundy, horses and oxen, horses and oxen who killed people were sold to new owners. Oh boy. I'm going to skip some of this because it gets a little, oof, that's too rough for me to read. Um, and you know what? It just keeps getting more keeps and more rough. Worse. Okay. Um, with specific cultures, and I'm just gonna ignore that. Yeah, so you know what? Go. End of article. Yeah. Hilarious <laughs> for the most part. And on that note, campers, <laughs> thanks for joining us. Um, yeah. Tell your dogs hello for us, please. Um, give your cats a catnip cocktail, and we'll see you next yeah. time. Yeah, goodbye. Bye.